0: Hi, welcome to the Read Play Talk podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Paris.
1: And I'm Jack Love, your other host.
0: This podcast is a resource for parents and caregivers as we educate on the importance of reading, playing, and talking with children every day. In this episode, we are talking with Dr. Joy Vernland about implementing Read Play Talk as a grandparent.
1: How exciting, right?
0: I know, I, I'm very excited. I know, I'm
1: super excited about our guest today. I get to see her out in the community, but it's going to be great to have a good long conversation today about being a grandparent and replay talk.
0: And I think a lot of people in Mesquite don't realize that there are two Dr. Vernlins. You know, we always know like Dr. V with Mesquite ISD, but we
2: have another Dr. Vrnland.
1: Welcome. We're glad to have you, Joy. Thank you for being with us. Why don't you get started and tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, I am married to Dr. Vrnland, and um, we have two boys, Caleb and Matthew, and our older boy, Caleb, has two children, Jocelyn, who's five, and she'll be very quick to tell you she's almost six. (laughs) And William is four, and they live in Mesquite. Jocelyn goes to Shaw, and William will probably be in the pre-K at Shaw next year. Awesome. We have a younger son, Matthew, who got married to his high school sweetheart from Mesquite High School last June, and he's in College Station. I have three brothers. I grew up in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Ohio, and then got to Texas in 1980, and have kind of littered around since but consider this area my home it's really great to be here
0: yeah you and Dr. V
2: have gotten to live in like some really unique Mm -hmm. places though can you share maybe some of the places that you've lived well the most unique is Japan Uh, when I served in the Air Force we were stationed over there and that's where Caleb was born Um, it was a long way to have uh, a long way away from home to have a child there so that's when we decided to come back and went to Wichita Falls Shepherd Air Force Base and we got out of the military there We've also lived in D.C., lived there for a year, and that was fun. This really is kind of our stomping grounds. Dave's mom still lives in Richardson. That's where I went to high school. And um, so we went to college in Louisiana, drove through Mesquite many times on our way to Traveport from Richardson. So it was exciting to come here. We're like, feels like home.
0: Yeah. Well, we're glad that out of all the places life took you, that you've landed in Mesquite and we've had you here for the last few years and that we'll continue to have you mm-hmm. here even after Dr. V's retirement is official and yes. all done. So we're just, we're thrilled to have you in our community. Thank for you.
1: sure.
0: 100%. So I think a lot of people know how passionate Dr. V is about Read Play Talk. It's coined like his baby, one of the <laughs> very first initiatives that he brought to Mesquite ISD. But I think a lot of people don't realize that this is enthusiasm that your whole family really has yeah. for it, especially your son, Caleb. I know you mm-hmm. mentioned him and his kids, but can you talk a little bit about that? I know you and I have talked about just how passionate y'all are as a family, but especially Caleb with his
2: kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm um, Knowing that you might ask me about this today, <laughs> I actually visited with him a little bit about it, you know, how Replay Talk is part of his family. And it was neat to hear his description of it because he said, When I would say he first started, we'll call it getting beat over the head with replay talk, (laughs) uh, was when he and his kids were living with us for a short while, a few years ago. And um, we were using it as kind of a model. He was a new single parent and we were using it as a model for him, kind of as we're coaching him how to to do the dad thing, you know. And um, he became very familiar with it then. But when I was asking him about it today, he said, yeah, it used to be kind of, intentional, he said, but now it's just sort of integrated hmm. into awesome. how they do parenting. And he said, we have board games. We'll play with their toys with them. They're covered in books, text-rich house. Yeah, and both kids just love reading. And their are They all talk a lot. <laughs> and I know that's stunning to right. hear. <laughs> so it, it really is all really integrated in their family. I was really pleased to hear that because yeah. I I didn't know that's how he saw it. Like that's where the end point, that's the end point we all want, yeah. where that's part of how we just do it.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's so good and so good for parents to hear while at the beginning it might really take some intentionality mm-hmm. where it's so far out of your routine mm-hmm. that you're really having to be conscious of, okay, I need to do this. But it's like anything else. After you do something for so long, you don't even realize Right, I that don't even you're engaging I'm, with your kids in that right. way.
1: I'm on my phone all the time and I don't even realize
0: Exactly. It. <laughs> it's these habits that we've built, right? Real, and you don't mean, even realize what I you're mean, doing. I joke yeah. about
1: it, but I mean, it's that, that type of thing, right? It just mm-hmm. becomes part of who you are.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I, I always love talking with you about Caleb and his story and just the way that he's really taken read, play, talk to heart and how that's going to benefit his kids in the long run. I think the last time we had Dr. V on, just a couple of episodes ago, he was talking about Jocelyn got some gift for Christmas and she opened it and was able to like, just to read it right away. And he was like, how do you even know what that means? But it's just evidence that, you know, she's being interacted with and read to and taught new vocabulary words on a regular Mm -hmm. basis. And that, you know, their brains are such, I mean, just like sponges at that time where they're really soaking up everything.
2: Yeah. And that intentionality really came to bear when, um, They came to live with us. Uh, William was not quite two years old, and he only had one word. Mm. And so, of course, we got him into speech therapy, and he's still in speech therapy in the district. But the model, honestly, of Replay Talk to be thinking, read every day, play every day, talk every day, we throw in singing because that's huge. And I will never forget, we were singing some song at the table, and William started singing it. Mm. And I thought, this isn't an accident that— this has all been going on and he's been listening and learning and he won't stop talking either anymore. So (laughs) it's working. (laughs) And I gave him a book the other day, I bought him a book at the uh, book fair Bought each of them, a book. And so I took the book to their house to give to him. I'm not kidding you. He's like, Grammy, read this to me. Like sit down, read it right now. He, both of them love books, love them. And so for a kid who needed, as much stimulation as he could get to build his vocabulary, it's really been—I um, don't think saying it's vital is too strong. Yeah, it's been uh, monumental. Awesome, that's wonderful.
1: So when we talk about replay talk, often we talk about you know how the parents are engaged with mm-hmm. replay talk, and that's super vitally important, right? But really, anybody can be engaged with a child when it comes to replay talk. So tell us how you, as a grandparent. Um, like to do it or your experience as a grandparent.
2: Yeah. And I'm going to just sort of affirm what you're saying. One of the things that I kind of always want to put an asterisk when we talk about replay talk and parents, I'm like, don't forget everybody else. If you're a grandparent, if you're teaching Sunday school, if you're waiting at discount tire for, you know, for Mm -hmm. your tires, and there's a little kid there, like they're, they're everywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The kids are and just there, it's never not time to engage with them in Mm -hmm. one of these ways. And so if you have a little one in your world, in your you know six-feet sphere, you can find a way to interact with them, and it's beyond crucial, and I think it really is a community effort. Mm-hmm. So as a grandmother, I'm actually not a kid person. A lot of people ask me— I love me, that. We're going to make that a quote. Joy <laughs> Burnley, I'm not really not a kid, a kid person. person. <laughs> like, <a> really <laughs> not a kid person. People will ask me, like, oh, do you teach too? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Definitely um, I'm not. I'm a psychologist, but— Adults is my thing. I had one 18-year-old client, one, and no one ever younger than that. And I love old people. So I'm like (laughs) at the totally other end of the spectrum. But I love my kids. I love my grandkids. But parenting, honestly, we had... I was winging it when we were raising our kids. Let's just say it oh, that I way. I
1: talk about that
2: all the time. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, everybody is. So one of the best things about being a grandparent is you get to like take all the lessons you learned and do them again on per- do good things on purpose. Right. And so um, we have tons and tons of books and I I kept them all. I kept my grandma toys, their toys, their books from when they were little thinking someday I'm pulling these out and I have. So all of my kids books are out on our bookshelves and in baskets. They're kind of all over the place. So we had a lot of books, we had games, but let's just say it was all on the fly. So then come these little kids, and I'm like, you know what, replay, talk, that sounds like a good, good idea. And so I started, honestly, it was like a checklist for me. When I, years ago, I would have them one one day a week, and I would have I what read today, have we played today, have we talked today. Like I make sure, and then, you know, when you can get a twofer and you're playing a game, talk, talk, talk you know, you're reading a book, talk about all the pictures. Like I always love it when I can do more than one. And if you can sing a book, that's even the best. So I would very intentionally, I loved replay talk as a model to do good things on purpose. Cause it, like I said, it really didn't come naturally to me. I wasn't a babysitter, anything like that. So as a grandparent, it gave me a way to do my job better on purpose. And so I've really, really valued that as a model. And then after talking to Caleb today, I thought, you know what? I think I might have integrated it, too, because I don't think about it intentionally. But if I think of how we've spent our time, that's what we do.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's so awesome. good. Even though, you know, you only had your grandkids maybe one day a week, several years ago, mm-hmm. and you may not see them every day, but you're capitalizing on the time that you have with them now. Yes. Making the most of it. I think um, I see it a lot not only with grandparents, but parents too, whoever's watching their kids, especially if it's for a short amount of time, they think, well, I don't have them long enough for this really to make an impact or to really benefit them in any way, so I'll just let them do their own thing or Mm -hmm. I'll give them the phone or the iPad or whatever. But really any amount of time that you have with them and you can engage with them is only going to benefit them and help their brain develop in the way that it's supposed to. Yeah,
2: and even when they're little, I'm reminded right now of when Caleb was born again, Like I barely knew how to hold him. He was in a home daycare, and I remember going to where they were taking care of him during my lunches. And um, Colleen, who was taking care of him, was yakking at him nonstop. And he's like six weeks old. Why is she talking to him all the time? Doesn't she know how little he is? (laughs) And I didn't. I literally did not know that I'm supposed to talk to him. Yeah. And I mean, that sounds kind of. Dumb at this point, I was a psychologist. You'd think I would have known, but I think I slept through child psychology. I'm yeah, not really a kid sure what person. I did. Not we'll a kid person. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so that even, you know, and I think it's what a great opportunity we have to look around and learn from each other yes. about all of the different things. And we can start enriching kids' lives that young yes. with these things. And it really is. A, it's a family effort. It's a community effort. Every single word matters. Yeah. Literally every word. If you've got five minutes, narrate their lives. That's what I was, mm-hmm. I told Absolutely. Caleb all the time when they're little, little, narrate their lives, carrying them around, yes. Tell them what color shoes they have on. I mean, yes. what we're doing right now, we're, you know, making pizza. Holy, not holding your baby while you're making pizza, mm-hmm. but yeah. well, whatever. Yeah. I was throwing a
1: frozen one in. It's a fine. Frozen. Oh,
2: yeah, we're throwing exactly. the frozen pizza <laughs> in. The freezer is very, very cold. Let's yeah. go touch mm-hmm. the freezer. I mean, just things like that and whatever it is you're doing say it. Yeah, yeah it's
1: so funny to me that you said you, you were kind of winging it and I know I've mentioned it on the, here all the time that I'm the same way, but it's funny cuz we had Dr. Rivera in here earlier doing our podcast and I think I said the exact same thing. It's like my grandkids are going to be perfect.
0: That's right. You're going to know exactly what to <laughs> because do. Because I know them. exactly
1: what to do, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I mean, it's it's unfortunate how that works, but I think we're in a time period now where we can get way out ahead of things like Like my kids not Mm -hmm. getting read, play, talk like they should have. Yeah.
0: And I want to reemphasize something you said about Caleb's in-home care provider, how she was just talking to him at six weeks old. And you're thinking like, why are you talking to my baby Mm -hmm. when he doesn't, he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand the words, but, and I feel like I always come back to this where I do a plug for Lena Start every (laughs) single podcast episode, but I just, I really believe that, that a lot Mm -hmm. of parents do not know. How important it is to start talking with your baby from birth, even when their eyes aren't fully developed to make eye contact with yeah. you or they're not even cooing back at you. The benefit is so strong for them in the long run yeah. to talk with them, even at six weeks old.
1: Archimedes, the former board oh pers- Mr. Faulkner, yeah. mm-hmm. Mr. Faulkner used to always talk about even when they were in the womb, he's like, I oh, read yeah. all the time. Yes. He was a huge, huge advocate for mm-hmm. replay talk.
0: Yes, So, yeah, we have Lena Start sessions that happen three times a year. So if you have a child (laughs) under the age of three,
2: you need to come join us. And and I want to also emphasize we were both, like, more educated than two humans should be. Right, right. And didn't know to talk to our children. Yes. So it's not a matter of being. No, education. It it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily in your DNA to know to do that. Yes. It's okay to have have to learn this. Yes. And we we
0: say all the time, too, that all families benefit from read, play, Mm -hmm. talk.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. All
0: families. It right. does not matter race, economic status, anything like that. All families benefit from
1: I mean, this. I honestly used to think, well, I raise them politely and, you know, with manners mm-hmm. and all that to get them to kindergarten. To keep them and alive, then, to get them to college. Right. Well to, get them to, <laughs> yeah. well, to get them to school so that, they act yeah, properly and they're, you know, they're engaged. In, but never did I think read, play, talk. I mean, I thought manners you know these are the tools you're going to need to go to school with in order to be successful at school but I, it didn't occur to me that reading playing and talking was one of those tools that they were going to.
2: right right yeah. their education starts when they hit pre-k yep. correct yeah mm-hmm. and as we now all know all of us oh that gosh. have been indoctrinated into yeah. <laughs> right. rpt Thank we, you, we all you, dr david know. brunland no, no, we're the <laughs> cult. for that yeah, yeah. the cult it is a cult it kind of is <laughs> I have a pop socket. Well, actually, I re, <laughs> have three Replay Talk of pop, pop sockets. sockets. You're just I do, ready. <laughs> and the I do not do bumper stickers. I uh-huh. put one. Well, I still have a friendship paw on my car from you know tip of the hat to the old district. But right. the only bumper sticker I've ever put on my car is a Replay Talk sticker. It. And it, actually, we need a new one. <laughs> on it, really, say no more. I was okay. say, we, <laughs> it was one of the first ones out there. But that's how strongly I feel my car is, is not a billboard. But it's got a replay talk sticker on it,
0: yeah. And we know you feel strongly about <laughs> it. You um, you actually go and volunteer at your granddaughter's school pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. The whole class calls you Grammy, yeah, right. Do, you yeah. are Grammy to her whole kindergarten class. So can you talk a little bit about why you started doing that? And then you also did something really special for them at Christmas time this last year and talk about that and why that was something that was important to you,
2: you know, one of the luxuries of being a grandparent for me anyway is that I have time which I didn't have when my kids were starting school because I was working. So when Jocelyn was going to kindergarten, when she went to pre-K, it was COVID. No one was allowed in the building. But when she went to kindergarten, I thought, you know, I have heard and know that um, kids benefit when people they love are in the building, when they see them, mm-hmm. so, and because you're communicating it. Your education's important. So I thought, well, I want to do that for her. And I plan to do that for William as well. And so... After school started, I contacted her teacher and asked if I could do anything in the classroom. And I said, I'm not above making copies or anything, but I want Jocelyn to see me. That's the reason I'm there. Yeah. So we decided that I would make go copies. Tuesday. <laughs> so she you say? Make copies. <laughs> make copies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have not had to make one single copy. Yeah. But so we decided that I would come Tuesday mornings for an hour and a half or so and so she asked me, Miss Dash, her te- Jocelyn's teacher, asked me what, what they should call me. I'm like, I don't know what they should call me. And I was thinking, Mrs. V, I don't know. So we decided to ask Jocelyn. And she looked at me really puzzled. And she's like, Grammy. Yeah, like, that's your name. What yeah. else would they call you is basically what she was saying. I'm like, all right, Grammy it is. Mm-hmm. And oh, my gosh. It, it, it's like so many things. that You go into something with your idea of what it's going to be. And, you know, here I am. I'm helping Jocelyn oh my gosh, I didn't know I was going to get 18 extra grandchildren. Right. They, I walk in the room and it, I always feel bad because it's extremely disruptive because they jump up crammy. They love visitors. Like they're so yeah. excited. And so am I. And so I get all these little hugs and you can't get too many little hugs. No. And so I'm like, everybody sit down. We try to do a finger wave. That's the plan and it, Miss Dash, she just throws up her hands like, okay, you know, she's given up, I think, on trying to make it peaceful. right Um, But it just speaks to the the connection. And they know I come on Tuesday and Cedric a couple of weeks ago said, it's Tuesday, it's Grammy day. Like they know. And so um, that's just been more than I ever expected in terms of the connection with the kids. And so as Christmas rolled around last year, I thought, well, wouldn't it be fun to get each kid a book for Christmas? And so I got a list from a stash of their interests for of each of the kids. And so I was able to get, I just hopped on Amazon and you know, the, the little readers are like two ninety nine or something. It right. wasn't any big deal. Uh, I was able to get a book for each kid that was somehow connected to one of their interests. I think I only had One duplicate, and that's because they both love unicorns or whatever it was, you can't escape it. And so, um, I wrapped each one individually, and that's a lot of books to wrap individually, Mm -hmm. by the way. Um, I recommend bags, (laughs) yes. Um, (laughs) and uh, I so I took them in and I had written in each book to Kevin, love Grammy, a little harder, smiley face. To me, it wasn't, I was happy to do it, but it was not difficult, it wasn't any big deal. But oh my gosh they went nuts. They Mm -hmm. were like, this is for me. I can keep it. And they're like, look, my name is in it. And and, um, a couple of them took the wrapping paper home because I wrote their name on the wrapping paper. Uh And they're like, oh my gosh, can we take the wrapping paper home? (laughs) Like, sure. (laughs) So it's just, it's been an enormous blessing for me. I'm going to also say for them, just by reading their responses, um, and I kind of feel like you can't have too many Grammys in your life. And yeah. so and you can't apparently have too many grandchildren in your life right. either. Yes. And class. it was super sweet because um, they gave me for Christmas one of their class pictures. And um, and I've been learning their names all along. And I definitely rehearsed with the class picture, make sure I know all of the kids. And um, it was really striking one day I said one of their names. I called them by name. And he looked at me. He said, you know my name? Mm. I'm like, of course I do. I know all of your names. And I was just struck by how important connections with people, with people who love you, with your community. I only knew one of those kids. And now it's like four weeks till school's over. And I'm just busting up inside because I don't, I'm going to miss that.
1: I I think you're selling yourself short on not being a kid person though. Yeah, I think you're I a kid mean, person.
2: Yeah. Or, <laughs> I, think I don't you might know what happened. Maybe you <laughs> turned yeah. into one, but that sounds like a
1: pretty good kid story yeah. for somebody who's yeah. not a kid person. So
0: No, but I think you touched on something that we haven't talked about yet. But, you know, Read, Play, Talk, obviously good for their brain development, good for mm-hmm. their school readiness, um, success in their education. But also so good for, like, social, emotional, too. Even that kid that was like, you know my name? You know, Mm -hmm. he felt a connection with you emotionally. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that you reciprocated that by Mm -hmm. showing him, yeah, I care about you. I know Mm -hmm. your name. That's huge, too. I think that just further emphasizes that kids, not only is it good for them, but they want that. Oh, my gosh. They want their parents and any adult, you know, who's around them for a good amount of time Mm
2: -hmm. to show interest in them and to show that they really care about that child. Mm -hmm. And time and knowing a little bit of what to do with the time yeah. is all it takes. To yeah,
0: and so special. Mm-hmm. I think those kids would have been excited, even if you were just to have given them a random book that had nothing to do with an yeah. interest or anything. Yeah, they would have been like thrilled that, oh, my gosh, it has my name in it. But the fact that they were customized, mm-hmm. you know, just for them.
1: Yeah, that is awesome. That's amazing. I, well, I can speak to that. I, I did the read to a class thing one time, mm. and, and I reached out to the teacher, and I said, you know, what's a good book? And she gave me one I got one book like for each student in the class, oh, uh-huh. which they loved, but I, I would have never thought to like individualize it. It's so awesome that you did that. Mm-hmm. Really well, it
2: was cool. mostly because I didn't know what books to get. I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know, what yeah. do I get? Yeah. Oh, they like Superman, let's get a superhero book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Born out of ignorance a little bit. <laughs> no. But you know
0: what? <laughs> yeah. Take a yeah. stab
2: at it. But I, I think over overarching
0: theme here is there's no right or wrong way yeah, to do this. You absolutely. know, as long as you're engaging with your child or your grandchild – reading, playing, and talking with them every day, whatever that looks like, whatever frequency that looks like, depth of conversation, whatever, it's still so good mm-hmm. and something that that we should be intentional about implementing in our daily practices.
2: Yeah. And, and I think, you know, I like to stress that I'm not a kid person because I was not prepared. It's not like I, this is what I do. It's yeah. what I don't do. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, yeah. but I did it you don't need to know what to do because they know what to do. Yeah, you know, It doesn't take much. And even if children terrify you, which they did, me, it doesn't take much. Just a little bit of willingness and just being willing to do it and talk a little bit. I love it. so awesome. All
1: right, so we're coming to the end and we ask everybody who comes on to talk about their favorite way to read, play, talk with their child. In this instance, we get to say, what's your favorite way to, I know Dr. Bruneland's way, but what's Mm -hmm. your favorite way to read, play, talk with your grandchildren?
2: Well, I have to say one of the funnest things we've done is we we have a two-floor house, and so under the stairs there's this big attic. And for the first, we'll just say four to five years, it was a dumping place for sure. ceiling fans and, Anything. you know, car <laughs> you table, know in air <laughs> conditioner filters, whatever, and extra coats. And we just got this vision of wouldn't it be fun to turn this into a play place for the kids. Mm. And so we just somewhere during COVID, I think we emptied the thing out. Dr. V put up twinkle lights all around the inside of it. And it's got a little couch, some sleeping bags, a bunch of their toys. We've got a stacking drawers that have art things. And William loves matchbox cars. We've got cars in there. We've got princess things on the walls and car things on the walls. And it's just, we've called it the kid cave. And so it's really fun. I mean, we just go in there and we play in there and read and talk and do all of the things. And then we pull all the stuff out that's in there and put it all over the rest of the house. Right, sure. (laughs) But that's been a really fun. I remember before when we got the vision, I was like, wouldn't you love that if you're a little kid to have this place? And so um, that kid cave, that whole thing, I think, has been a really fun way to do read, play, talk with them. That's that sounds awesome. amazing. And yeah. that sounds
0: like something they'll cherish, you know, for their mm-hmm. entire lives, looking back on those memories of doing, you know, those mm-hmm. things with you and pulling everything out of the closet. It's yeah. super low, so Dr. House. V doesn't get in there very much. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you got to come out here. She's yeah. like, I can't I now. can't go inside. <laughs> That's funny.
1: All right, you ready to wrap it up?
0: Yes. Thank, thank you, you, Joy, thank you for so much. coming on. And even though you're not a kid person, we think you brought a lot of wisdom and oh, insight we'll <laughs> to this episode. So thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode with our guest, Dr. Joy Vernland. If you haven't done so already, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you would share this episode with friends and other families in our community that could benefit from this information. We encourage you to follow us on all of our social media platforms for ideas on how to read, play, and talk together at home. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ReplayTalk and on Twitter at ReplayTalkTX.